0: Hello, welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast in our mini-sode. Uh, this is Penny Sansevary with Amy Cornell. And today we're gonna talk about um, your book promotion timeline. I know we've talked about timing before, but I think it's worth mentioning, Amy, in this in the show in terms of planning, because that's something that um, is not always easy. It's not always easy to do in terms of how much time authors need Prior to launching the book, to do certain things.
1: Right, I agree. And I think the difference with the mini, so what we're trying to accomplish here is that with our longer episodes, I guess we kind of cater, we're catering more to people that know what they want to do more or less. You know what right. I mean? We kind of know, like, I want to take this approach. And so we dig into all the aspects of that, like a like running a pre public camp- mm-hmm. campaign with arts. Like, they know what they want. And we thought, let's do a mini so real quick to kind of plant the seed for other authors that maybe haven't considered this yet and right. don't know which direction they want to take, but they need to start somewhere with a little guidance. So, right. so that's kind of what we're doing. So if you're self-publishing, I mean, I say that just because, you know, that means you have full control of your timeline. You mm-hmm. can get on there and upload your book whenever you want. You know, you're, there's a chance that you haven't considered all of your options and when everything should be happening. So- And especially if you're hiring a marketing team, I mean, this is a little self-involved because we get authors that come to us that wanted one thing, but they missed the window. And so again, we're just trying to give you all a little information that you can use to then go to the drawing board and go, okay, what do I really want and how should I plan? So Penny, what would you, what do you say the general window is for a pre-publication promotion if the author's willing to make up ARCs, advanced review copies?
0: Well, so I think that it it, dep- it does depend a little bit on the genre. It also depends on what you're going after. So if we're doing pre-publication reviews, let's say Library Journal, Publish- Publishers Weekly, I need about three months for those, right? But if I'm going after, tele- so if I'm going after magazines uh, for if you want to get a book mentioned or reviewed in the month that you are releasing then I'm looking at four to six months ahead of time that I need to start pitching those publications. So the lo- I think a good rule of thumb is is the larger the publication, the longer the lead time, right? So uh, national magazines, um, good housekeeping, um, you know real simple magazine, those have longer lead times. Big shows, big morning shows, et cetera, those all ha- have longer lead times. Um, the local, your local media has a much more, has a much more narrow lead time. So if you're listening to this and you're a month out, you could absolutely pitch yourself there, but you know, you have to, I mean, if you, if when an author comes to us and they're already on top of their release date or past it, you can still pitch yourself to national media. You just have to do it differently, but you can't go after, like pre-publication reviews, like I talked about the Library Journal and Publishers Weekly, because those are very, very strict timelines. But you could pitch yourself to national media, which has larger timelines for reviews, you could pitch yourself as a story consideration. And this happens, we do this all the time, because a in, in many cases, we do get authors that are on top of or past their publication date. Um, bloggers, uh, same rules apply. The higher up on the sort of blogger food chain that they are, the more the longer lead time they have. There are some of the big bloggers out there, big book bloggers out there that have a TBR, To Be Red Pile that's 75 books deep which is, it sounds significant until you realize that they're, you know, they're probably going through a book a week, maybe more, depending on the, I know some bloggers that go through two books a week. So I think, I mean, Amy, does that, does that make sense in terms of yeah. the timelines? Yeah. I
1: mean, essentially the bigger, the dreams, the bigger window you want to give yourself. That's a good, yeah. That's a really, really good. And I mean,
0: think the bigger, the dreams, but again, there is, you know, um, there is a little bit of flexibility. And I and I want to just add here because I know I'm the one that opened the national media doors. So we may as well just walk through it. Um, think about how many authors that you have seen on national TV shows. Because the other question that often comes up that an author often says is should I, should I do that? And I think that's a very valid question. But think about how many authors get on to national media a year. I think the Today Show, for example, has four authors a year. So I'm all about dreaming big, but do you really want to go through the effort and potentially delay your book launch by you know any number of months for the chance of that one slot of four that typically goes to you know big national household names. No, no offense. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, so I think it, it, it it's important to know the timelines, but then it's also important to say, what do I realistically want to strive for too? Right?
1: Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I will say that we are sometimes maybe some authors think brutally honest about this as well. That is something that Penny and I both really align on is we try to also be realistic yeah. when our authors come to us with goals and big dreams and things like that. Like, we don't mean to crush them, but, you know, we also, I think we will take an approach that, you know, you should be in this for the long haul. Mm -hmm. So while big dreams for your release and your pre-publication are great, that is not the only, you know, the only existence your book has. Yeah, There's a lot to consider. So I would definitely suggest uh, chatting with a marketing professional, at least, and getting an idea of, what, um, you know, is being recommended for your book as well, before you just like only get laser focused on one thing or the other. And I think, you know, before we close out real quick, pre-order, uh, pre-orders are coming more common. I mean, oh, yeah. when I'm Amazon research, I can't tell you how many, how many pre-order books, Penny, I'm scrolling through, you know, books that aren't even released yet, um, that are popping up on page one and two of searches and things like that. So, you know, what's your typical recommendation if somebody's committed to doing some pre-order promotion, what should they plan for in regards to how long should they have their book up there before the release date, do you think?
0: I get super nervous when an author has a book up for pre-order longer than 30 days. And part of the reason why I get nervous about that is that most authors, many, I would say, don't necessarily have huge followings yet, right? I mean... You know, obviously, if you're Stephen King or or whomever you can, you know, you're a big household name, a long pre-order benefits you because people are going to wait to to get your book. But in most cases, uh, people don't want to wait. Like if you have your book up for a six-month pre-order and you start promoting that, um, they see that they have to wait six months, they're going to go and buy somebody else's book. Part of the other reason why I'm hesitant to do long pre-orders, I usually recommend 30 days at the most, is because the longer that your book sits up on Amazon and doesn't do anything, right? Um, the longer that it sits there, the harder that it is to uh boost its visibility. So you kind of oh,
1: yeah, Amazon gets bored with you. <laughs>
0: Amazon gets bored with you. So so the thing about, you know, Amazon is. Uh, the Amazon, which I know we've done a number of podcasts on this, but the Amazon algorithm is super similar to Google, if not almost identical. And if you put up a website and you do nothing with that website, you don't change up the content, you don't add a blog, it's not getting any traffic, Google's going to say this is unimportant. And your visibility is going to, you're going to wind up somewhere on page 54, right, of Google search. So, and, you know, listen, most of us don't go past page two page one if you know page two if you're really lucky amazon's very much the same way so when you have a pre-order that's up for a long time um it is uh it just it tells amazon that nobody's interested in this book and it's really 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 hard to resurrect it so uh it's attractive to do a long pre-order i know it's super exciting you're very excited but you also want to make decisions that are right for your book
1: so i think that's Yay. I hope that's helpful to everybody.
0: Yeah, I hope so too. So listen, thank you so much for listening to this. I know this, we probably went a little bit longer than our normal mini-sode, but it was worth, it's worth mentioning that, that, you know, book permission timeline. We've done a number of shows on timing of your book release. So we if you are just now finding this podcast thinking oh, these girls sound interesting first off thanks for the compliment but second be sure to scroll be sure to scroll back through some of our shows because we've definitely talked about this in a variety of different ways thank you so much for tuning in to our mini this is penny sansberry and amy cornell and we appreciate you listening drop us a line drop us a review wherever you listen to podcasts thank you bye-bye